Money is not the root of all evil. Money is a good thing. Hey everyone, welcome back to my channel. Yes, in today's video, we are talking about money. Everything to do with money and society and what it doesn't want us to talk about because money's a bit taboo and the educational system refuses to teach us about money. Well, in today's episode, I'm gonna be talking about everything that we should be learning, discussing, knowing more about how to make money and where society is failing us because in the UK, it's still very taboo to talk about money. It shouldn't be. Money is a good thing. So we're going to kick this off. I'm diving straight into this. Money is not the root of all evil. If anyone tells you that, get them out of your circles. Money is the root of happiness, options, flexibility, time freedom, financial stability. If you give an arsehole money, you get a bigger arsehole. But if you know someone who's charitable, kind, family orientated, loves making memories, will help other people, and they end up developing loads of money, they become a bigger person in that respect. They become nicer, they become more charitable. You have more options. Like money has changed my life. You know, I have far more options now that money's behind me than I did when I had no money. Like, you know, it's very simple. When you see a healthy, a healthy homeless person, right? It's two different lives that you can live. You can live one of struggle where you are affected and you struggle to pay your bills and you're in a job you don't like, or you can make a change and you can start to adopt a better relationship with money. So money is not the root of all evil. And, you know, typically you'll hear that from baby boomers or people who haven't got money. You know, do you remember back in the day, especially old school families, 80s and 90s, if you ever talk about money, it'd be like, no, we don't talk about money in the house. We don't talk about inheritance. We don't talk about pension planning. We don't talk about that. It's taboo. It's a bit of a shame, really, because I know in America, it's very kind of pro-success, right? Now, number two, the best things in life are not for free. You know, when people turn around and say, you don't need money because the best things in life are free, they're not. There is nothing in life that is for free. Well, you know, having a child. Yeah, actually having a child is for free, but maintaining a healthy child that lives a long life, good food, good fluids, clothes, memories, keeping them happy, sending them to school, pack lunch, dinners, like that all costs money. So, you know, this whole concept of falling back on the best things in life for free is holding you back, achieving more in life, obtaining more money. It's your perception and value of money, right? It's kind of how you view it. And if you're holding on to this whole, well, the best things in life are free, get with the times, they're not. You know, and typically it's those people that also complain about the cost of living and how they're struggling. You know, when do you ever see a healthy homeless person? You don't, right? Because nothing's for free. You can't build family memories for free. You can't go to Disney. You can't go to Thorpe Park. You can't go to the Ivy for a nice restaurant. You can't go for a Sunday morning breakfast with your family so you can laugh, joke, bond for free. Like there's only so many times you can walk around a park with your new partner in a new relationship with no coffee. You have to walk there in the rain until one of you says, when the fuck are we going for a coffee and having some breakfast or going out this evening? We're going to go to the cinema and make some memories, which cost money. So the best things in life are not for free. They're really not. You know, people say, well, health first. No, wealth equals health. You know, private medical care. That's one of the biggest things for me is money allows you to have private medical care so your family can get seen to immediately rather than waiting 12 weeks for a diagnosis to kick in right? Number three, 43 million working adults in the UK hate their jobs. 85% of the working population in the UK do not like their jobs. And 
they have to remain in those jobs because of a lack of money. They have not developed good money relationships. They have not done the fundamentals so that they don't have to go into a workplace, put up with crap. Had they have got a better relationship with money, had they have been smarter? You know, I always say to people, and I don't mean this in a rude way, but if you're getting to the ages of 40 and 45 and 50, and you're still having to be harassed, bullied, and put up with a micromanager in the workplace, fuck me, you've not been good enough with your money. Maybe you've overspent, maybe you've bought materialistic things. Maybe you've been on too many holidays. You know, what's the use in turning around saying, well, I've had incredible memories if you still put up with shit in the workplace. Maybe you've lost self-esteem, confidence, but hey, a lot of people will fall on, well, I've made memories. You have to get a grip with the fact that too many people are working in a workplace which they don't want to be in because of a bad relationship with money. Now, number four, your parents will typically guide you and set you up for your initial relationship with money. So for me, I was very lucky. My parents didn't have a lot of money, but they had good they had good money habits. They didn't spend money that they didn't have. They never showcased flashiness. They didn't buy things that they didn't need. And there was no really, there was no materialistic things being bought. So I never saw that. So I developed this kind of this good habit with money from the off, which was good. I'm a big believer in the emphasis that we should be teaching our children more, especially if you're a parent, right? And if you don't know how to, learn about money, just like I did. YouTube, podcast, networking, get around people who know about money. You know, money follows money, learn from those people. Listen to podcasts every day, download Audible books about money, you know, learn how it works, learn how it operates, how it moves, how it can elevate you, how it can provide you options. It really stems with the parents. Schools aren't teaching it. So if you're a parent, you should be teaching your children about money. And if you don't know, then go and learn. Now, number five, social circles. Are you hanging around with people who have bad money habits? Drugs, fags, booze, going out religiously every Saturday, Sunday, you know, spend money on financing a car, they're over leveraged, they're in debt, they go out far too much and they live for the weekend, but they remain in a job, as I said, that they can't fucking stand. Because this whole, well, the more money you make, the more you spend is rubbish. Again, that's a, that's a wives tale. You know, it's a myth. Just because you earn more money doesn't mean you have to spend it. That just shows poor lack of control, no discipline with the amount of money that you're earning, right? So it really stems with who you're surrounding yourself with. You know, if you hang around with four people who've got really bad money habits, you're going to be the fifth. So hang around with people who know how to preserve, grow and make more money. And naturally that will feed onto you. You'll learn and then hopefully you start making better decisions. Number six, stop keeping up with the Joneses. This is a big one. I did a video most recently on my TikTok about this is that stop pretending to look rich. I know too many people that remortgage because they want to show their neighbors, their friends, their new kitchen, their new loft conversion, but no one cares, right? You should be doing things for you, not a vanity metric, not a, oh, look at me. Remember, if you keep up with the Joneses and you're buying materialistic things, you're missing the trick here. The Joneses are broke. They have no money. They've been faking it their whole life. It's an exterior. It's not, they have no money. They don't have a pot to piss in. So don't go and over leverage. You know, don't live outside of your means. You should be living on less and investing the rest, setting yourself up for a good financial future. And even more so, if you have children, you should be thinking about them as well. Because if you don't, that's selfish, right? You should be thinking about how do I also provide stability in a world that's very volatile? And that's by better decisions, better money habits, better saving and better investing and cash flow as much as you can. So get around the right people. Number seven is how to make more money. It's very simple, you learn. I don't have anything else to add other than to make more money, you have to learn how to make more money, right? So you can't go through life 
in one job in the day and age that we're in because, you know, it's too tough, right? People are complaining about the cost of living, prices going up, and we really are at a stage where you should be evaluating, are you earning money during your sleep or do you only earn money when you go into a place of work? If you only earn money in the office or the warehouse and it stops when you leave, in my eyes, that's not enough. You need multiple streams of income. So start learning how to do that. How do you generate that? Well, download books, listen to podcasts, go to seminars, go to events, go into London, ask, put your hand up and ask people who do generate multiple streams of income. How did you do that? Because I want to learn. Pay for a mentorship, you know, join a program, buy a course that's credible and and does what it says on the tin. But you have to learn, like there's no discrimination in going from one stream of income and then 12, 15 months later, you've developed three, four uh, streams of income. You know, we're in a world now where you can build a brand and a business with zero capital and start cash flowing like you've never known before. You know, we we really are in a world of opportunity, right? Number eight, no blame culture, no excuses. Forget this whole cost of living shit. Turn off the news. Cut it out. Don't listen. Don't read. Don't watch it. Your life will become purer when you turn off the news because it's media driven, right? There's an agenda. This cost of living is just a title that the media has pumped out all across the world. And, every, you know, majority of people who, you know, sort of like, I'm not being rude, but I consider a sheep. They just believe anything they're told. They don't think for themselves. They don't go and seek answers. They don't step back and kind of form a middle decision on the good and the bad. They just believe it. So they believe there's a cost of living. I've been to four cities in the last five weeks. I've never seen people spending so much money. People are spending left, right and centre. So rather than going to the petrol station and looking, looking at the machine and going, oh, it's gone up by 60p, learn how to earn more money. Learn to money manage the fundamentals. Have you got your emergency fund? Have you got a maintenance fund? Have you got a floating fund? Are you building out your stocks and shares ISA? Are you topping up your children's ISAs? Have you got cash savings? Are you buying commodities? Are you putting some money into a venture capital war chest that you can take up on opportunities? Are you liquid in the bank? You know, are you being sensible? Have you got a private pension or are you earning your wage and then spending it on materialistic shit, keeping up with the Joneses? Like, what are you doing to actually set yourself up financially, right? Too many people want to live this highlight lifestyle, this highlight reel that we're seeing on Instagram, the business class, the the, the blue seas, the Dubai lifestyle, avoid tax. Stop doing all that. Learn about tax. You know, when you earn money, split it. 50% set aside for tax and national insurance. Get good relationships. Say no. Start becoming a no person. Do you want to come out the weekend and spend 150 on booze and fags? No. Do you want to come out? We're going to go for a restaurant meal. No, because you guys have been like three times this week. I'm putting it into preservation. I'm growing my wealth. You know, start making better decisions. Who here thinks rich people are miserable bar humbug scrooges? You know, too many people will point the finger at really wealthy people who have done well for themselves and say, oh, well, they must be miserable. Because it's an easier way of pointing the finger and falling back on this old narrative of really wealthy people who have money must be miserable. They're not. I know so many wealthy people and I'm very blessed that most of them are are close friends of mine who have made tens, if not hundreds of millions, no joke, and they're extremely happy. You know, they live a life of contentment because they have options. They don't have to wake up with anxiety, depression. Now, look, there'll be some people say, yeah, but they got the stress of a business. No, a lot of businesses are systemized, automated. They have members of staff that take on certain roles, which is leveraged out, right? But they live good lives. You can too, but it all starts with your relationship with money. Like we need to talk about money more. It needs to be taught. It's not going to be taught in schools. All we can do is bring awareness through videos like this and actually talk about it openly. But if you're not having conversations, at home about money, start doing so. Start swapping the materialistic things with the basics first. Clearing down debt, cash savings, commodities, stocks and shares ISA. Stop looking for these 
get rich quick schemes, crypto, NFTs. Oh, well, Dave down the pub told me to buy, you know, Tesla shares and all of this lot. So look, if you do like these types of videos, I would love it if you would hit like and subscribe. These solo podcasts, I'm just trying to keep it real and raw. I do like talking about money. I have a good relationship with it and I'm really trying to pass on my experience and my knowledge around, you know, setting yourself up and designing a life that you can be proud of that has fulfillment and purpose. And it all starts with your relationship. And most importantly, the people that you're around, like having more conversations like this will bring awareness. You'll start to make better choices, better decisions. You'll start to put your money in better places opposed to just living for the weekend, waking up on Monday morning and going to a fucking job that you don't even like. So get good with money. And like they say, look after your money and your money will look after you. I hope you enjoyed this and I'll see you in the next video.